0: All right, so right after the uh, podcast today, is we're actually doing the taping on Veterans Day. So we have a really cool interview with the Iraq War's only living Medal of Honor recipient, Staff Sergeant David Bellavia. That will be right after the closing jingle. We had him on the show today. Uh, we have him uh, the interview is on the uh, interviews on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, it's a little Veterans Day uh, bonus for you. And now the big d and bubba weekly podcast
1: big d and bubba they have a show five days a week but they don't get to say everything that's on their mind so they have an extra one and that's how we get the podcast the podcast the podcast big d and bubba podcast the podcast the podcast podcast, Big D and Bubba's podcast.
0: I was looking for the new gold for this week, and I don't know what you have it labeled
1: as. You saved it the other day. Oh, it's uh, it's gold. It's uh. So look at it, UH <laughs> gold. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. I don't see that, man. Uh, if you don't know what golds are, yeah, you're gonna go uh, drop it on. Yeah, just put it on top of uh, K, where the uh, OK. OK. Oh was from last week. Uh, So hello, everybody. If you love music, you need to download the Pickle Jar app, show some gratitude to your favorite artists, support some great causes. You hear us talk about it all the time. It's great for fundraising because you get the money you raise. Uh, it's great for tipping because, again, you get the money that people tip you. Uh, plus, you can watch exclusive content you can't find anywhere else. Download at picklejar.com. You want to do that as soon as possible. And if you are listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube today, today, Veterans Day 2022, uh, you have time to go and win that awesome uh, autographed guitar that was signed by a ton of country stars and uh, people who... Luke
1: Bryan, Luke Combs... Uh- Jason Aldean, Carly mm-hmm. Pierce, Kelsey Ballerini, Lainey Wilson.
0: Name a country star that you like. They probably they signed probably. it. And uh, you can win um, this one-of-a-kind of guitar.
1: There are 12 CMA uh, major categories, and nine of the winners signed this guitar. Out uh, of <laughs> Nine out of 12.
0: Nine out of 12 year. of the winners are on there. So you can actually own this guitar. All you have to do is go sign up. Uh, do that at picklejar.com. Uh, picklejar.com. And uh, here we are in the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. And now the debut
1: of the new gold. Uh, What was I going to talk about? <laughs> by the way, the uh, uh by itself is 1.67 seconds.
0: <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I was in the middle of a thing.
1: Bubba was just talking, and then he just, he just like, Oh, yeah. He just, reset. Gears. He just yeah, shift like, Yeah, I shifted gears, man. That's what he His brain do. shut down. He just was,
2: uh... Uh... Well, I hope you don't shift like that.
1: Uh... <laughs> uh, what was I going to talk about?
0: Oh. Can't
2: find him grinding. That's it. Oh, man. Uh, so, so, so great.
0: So, yeah, you know, the CMA Awards. Oof, what a wild week. Um, it was exhausting. doing. You know, it's funny because people always go, oh man, it must be so much fun hanging out with all the country stars and all that. Man, it is like, Big D says it all the time, it's like speed dating. Mm -hmm. And it's the way we do the broadcast, literally, if you're listening to the show, you feel it. It's like one person after another and each person gets their little time on the show, whether it's three minutes or five minutes or whatever we can fit in at the time. Uh, It is exhausting because you're having to just constantly... Strike up conversations with people, and then they're gone. And then, and then they're then there's gone. A new and there's a new person. Yeah, one song, and then here's another person.
1: I will say there's a if you're uh, if you missed it, or if you're just a regular podcast listener, there is a whole playlist on our YouTube page where it's we have every interview. I think there's like 30-something of them. You get uh, to followed. watch the most
0: uncomfortable thing that has ever happened, I think. at uh, There was the Shelly Wright moment that was very uncomfortable. That, that was, uncomfortable. was fun. That was a good one. But that was years ago. Big D has uh, kind of come back. You know, you haven't really made a flub in a while. Mm. and uh, Are we you know, called we,
1: Midland Old Dominion? Yeah, we had oh.
0: just talked to Old Dominion like maybe 10, 15 minutes before or whatever it was. And then Midland comes by. And so they're talking and Big D has his finger down on the group of the year. Like he's got, we've got little cheat sheets that tell us who is nominated right. for what. And he puts his finger down by group of the year and puts his finger by Midland. But for some reason, his finger moved. So, <laughs> and I, I saw it happen and I was like, oh, you know, whatever, you know, he's moving the paper on the table. And he's got his finger down and he's like, ah, da, 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 in Midland,
1: uh, or Old no, Old Dominion, Old
0: Dominion uh, nominated for Group of the Year. And-, and you know what? They
1: let it go for like 25 seconds. Did you catch it? I, I heard it and I remember thinking. I heard it. Oh. You uh, both it. That. Yeah. 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 yeah, And he then that's
0: it. when they came back and said something like, oh, you mean Midland? No, uh, and he
1: literally goes, did you call us Old Dominion?
0: And that's when I was like, yeah. And Big D's like, no, I didn't. And I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even try to help you. I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs>
1: yeah, you did. Know, you know, did. did. Good, Good friends. Pointing at me. me yeah, me yeah, yeah he like did. He sure did. <laughs> he did it. He did it. What I love about that is that if one of us makes a mistake, we immediately pounce on it. You know, if you mispronounce the word. A word? Yeah, somebody will call you out on it. And we'll all make, oh, did you say word? So I thought for, like I said, 20, 25 seconds, I'm like, oh, they're just going to let that go. And then, no, they didn't. They came back to they came, it They, they it called out. you out on it, and I think that's kind of great.
0: I think uh, it was Mark, <laughs> the lead singer. I think his the wheels were spinning in his head, and he's like, do I say something do or no? And finally he said, sure he said, I'm going to say day. something. And he did. And Big D was like, what? And then that was basically the next five minutes was uh, Apology Fest 2022. <laughs> and
1: mostly just like and it dudes. Was, it was just just make fun of each other because yeah.
0: that's what dudes do. It was just fun razzing. So if you get a chance later, you should really look up that video along with the other interviews. Some really, really funny stuff.
1: Is Hauser uh, coming in next week? I don't. I don't know if it's next week or the next week. It's, Speaking it's always. Speaking of
0: next week.
1: Okay. Well, you're talking about Randy Hauser to mm-hmm. come hang
0: out on the show or the podcast? On the show. Um... Okay, While well, you look that up. Next week on the podcast, we are going to do something that we've been wanting to do for two years. Uh, it was something that came up before COVID. Did you get a uh, definite? On the Randy House.
1: I don't know if it's next
0: week
2: or the next week, but well, he's he thinks soon. it is. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he thinks it is, then we need to figure that out.
2: He's so sick right
0: now. Um. So we were talking with uh, low Cash at. Um, at the CMA broadcast stuff, and and they're like, man, we're coming in. We're going to talk aliens and stuff like that. And I know if you're a podcast listener, I mean, look, we're on episode 407. I think aliens have come up on a hundred of our podcasts oh, so in times. some way, shape, or form. Uh, even Star Wars uh, discussion with uh, Brett Michaels and, and everybody. I think that also counts as aliens. But we're going to address some things because they know generals and colonels and Space Force and Air Force people and Secretary of Defense, and they spend time with people and they hear stuff, and they're like, guys, we have to have a conversation. So they're going to come in next week and sit in on the podcast, and we're going to talk all about it. I am so excited because we kind of touched a little bit on it during the CMA broadcast when they were talking about encroachment. And uh, if you don't know what that is, seriously, go back and look for the video. Low Cash with Big D and Bubba at the CMA Awards. Send a little playlist. Uh, it's going to be so good.
2: How are, they, how are they connected? I don't understand how so that
0: is. They do the USO tours. Like, you know, how yeah, a we do the USO do. tours. And we hung out with colonels yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But if you do a lot of them over time. You
1: get to be really good friends. You get to be really
0: people. good friends. And sometimes you actually travel with The Secretary of Defense, Mm -hmm. you you know, like uh, like Craig Morgan and the SecDef are friends, you know that kind of stuff because they've done so many USO tours together.
1: SecDef, I know, I heard it, and I just let it go. What? You you, it's your thing, (laughs) man.
2: You like to try and drop things like that. Like what? You got any? Do you have any gloves? Gloves in your car? Gloves? Do you have any gloves? Do I have any gloves? Yes, I have gloves. What they what they called? What kind of gloves? Tell me. I have medical gloves. What are they called? What'd you call them? Medical gloves. No, you don't.
0: Uh
1: He has a special kind of... Oh, yeah.
0: He calls it gl- like
2: by its model number. No. I just say, grab me some gloves. <laughs> XLs. <laughs>
0: okay. And you know, not all medical gloves are made the same. So, I don't nah, like the ones go. with the short... They have the ones with the Which short. Which What number is that? I don't know. But they have the ones. <laughs> he does
1: know. He's of course pretending. he does. He doesn't
0: know. <laughs> they have the black ones with the green inside. I love those because they're thicker oh. and they're better. But they are only they only come to right here. And when you're dealing with a patient, that's there's a potential for your forearm to get stuff. I like the long ones Ugh. so you don't
2: have any fluids getting Ugh. on you. I know, okay. man. It's I, weird. Man, I know. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I heard a, uh, um, a siren going off. Uh early this morning at my house yeah i was there was there a call out there yeah was it this morning? yeah uh there it was, all kind no. of works together. There was a lot it. no there was a was lot of yesterday? stuff
0: going on this morning um so overnight you had uh uh there was a uh transformer fire Bite not too far from where you live there was
2: uh i'm up on that hill i i can hear it kind of just echoes through yeah Oh, and the other day I was, uh, dude, I was going to ask you about this. So I'm going home, and, uh, behind me is, uh, it's from your, uh, building. What do you call it? Uh, firehouse? Yeah, firehouse. Uh, and it's the same, the number, the, uh, 22, whatever, coming down the road. So I get over, you know, they go by, and uh, I knew you weren't on it because I, you know, I'd, we just left each other and, uh, from a romantic date. And so I, uh, <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I get home, man, I swear I got out and I could smell like this electrical burning smell. Yeah. And I was like, okay, is that is that mean it's a car or could it be a house but it's electrical? It could be anything. I guess it could I be. I
0: mean, anything. electrical could be wires in the car. It could be at a house. It could be somebody's air conditioner. You don't know what it is. I mean, But it, when
2: cars get on fire, is there enough electric, electrical things to, to smell like miles away? I wouldn't think so. I don't think so. It probably I think it was You might house. have been smelling something else. That it, or it could have been your car. Uh, I
0: mean you have oh, a fifty year see. old
2: car. No, no, I was in the Tahoe. Oh, okay. Um uh, my my Chevelle's dead, by the way. What? Yeah. Like how dead? Like won't start dead. Is it a battery? Is it I'm only mostly dead. It's only mostly
0: dead. That's the beautiful thing, is any anything like that can always and must always be revived.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I went to go had uh, dinner. I went to go start the other night, and it like when I turned the key, the fans blow on because anytime the, the fans are always on with that engines on, and the radio would work, lights and all that. Huh. But when I went to go turn to crank it, it was like it was like if nothing was attached. There was no no click. No, it was like
0: complete silence i don't even know i because i don't even know what's under your hood do you have an alternator on that car i don't even know yeah, what I, well, I don't know i mean i don't All know cars have alternators but this thing is 50 years old so i don't know what, what do you think we, it just runs on well a, it's a,
1: like now we have fuel injection they used to have carburetors maybe they used to did have you mean carburetor I, no i said i said alternator. okay alternator yeah, yeah, yeah it's i alternator. was just like i don't know when alternators <clears throat> became yeah. a thing no, I, is what I, I was saying i get what he's saying
0: yeah i don't know if we you know
2: no, I'm gonna Maybe call there both was the a time before. Alternators I, have been around, long, long yeah. been around for a long time. I know they've been around for a long time. So man. has
0: supercharging, and now it's only become a, a supercharging and turbocharging is standard pretty much now on everything for fuel economy, but it, it wasn't a thing up until, you know, but it's been around for a hundred years.
2: Well, I put I've got that uh battery jumper thing, that one you need to get. Yeah, the trickle charger. No, oh, no, no, no. no. The, oh, I have one. one. Did you get one? one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're you know you'll love it yeah Uh, i bought one try that nothing it doesn't work try to uh, to jump it nothing uh and then i realized it's just the starter i think the starter's just gone
0: (sighs) man i'm sorry
2: yeah that's like the fifth starter
0: anyway anyway so yeah do you get the same brand every time
2: i don't know man i don't put it on
0: I you need one. to ask him and just say, "Hey, you know, can you get me?" I was going a more to mind? and the guy I
2: go to. He's not at the shop anymore. Oh, he's left. I don't know where he is. So he's I got probably him.
0: embarrassed because they were selling you chintzy starters.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so that ho- hopefully it's not my Tahoe, but that I smell. Getting back to it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Patrick, are we putting money on bet uh, games this weekend. What do we got? Uh, what's happening? I don't
1: know what. I don't know what the games are. Are You putting really money on LSU chances. Arkansas. No, you know, I don't bet on LSU. I try not to bet on LSU. You have bet before. I know, but it just gives me so much more anxiety. Like, I bet so that I have yeah, I, a reason to watch the games. Okay, well, here, let's I, do I'm going to watch the LSU game, and, and I have a rooting interest no matter what. So
2: Well, then, let's not say that you don't vote or, vote or bet on LSU
1: because you do. Yeah, I just don't like to. It just makes it – it's just – because then, when they lose, and I bet on them, yeah, then I lost. Then I then I feel double back. because I'm going to feel crappy if LSU loses to Arkansas. I don't need to have money on it too. The line's only three. Is That what you said? Yeah, it's like three or three or three and a half. Huh. You, Jordan Davis told me at the CMAs that he bet the money line. He's betting the, on that. He bet on. a bet not. He didn't take the points ten and a half. He bet the money line, which was like plus eight hundred or something like that. He got eight to one. I don't and understand. I bet he put. How do I not understand
0: what – I don't understand how to bet. And <laughs> well, we you tried guys to talk about it all the time. Two weeks ago,
1: and you went all, oh, I'm going to talk to Carson because I'm not – I was <laughs> I literally explaining it. And you just – Well, I so, don't like to lose money, to so I again. don't
0: bet money. But I don't mm-hmm. understand it.
1: Yeah, it's um, – you either bet a straight bet where you get the points, okay, like plus or minus points on the, on the, uh, the point spread. And then that makes it more even, okay, like – Alabama's playing Ole Miss, and I think it's what? Like 11 and a half points? 11 points?
0: That means Alabama's favored by, favored 11, by and 11 and Favored by 11 points. Okay.
1: So, like, if if I just said, hey, i But then I'm why you- do
0: they say that they're minus 11? I don't get—if they're like, favored 11. by 11,
1: the- why do they have minus 11? That's the handicap, minus 11, because Ole Miss gets plus 11. It's always the same number. <laughs> Whoever's—it's— So Ole Miss, plus 11. Whatever the score is, if the score is 10 to 10... It is backwards. It 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 seems backwards. That's what always messes me
0: up. If you're favored, then you should be favored by... The
1: underdog gets to add points to their score. So it's plus 11. But... It's like um, soccer. It's, the reason they do that is because if I just said to you, I'm going to give you an even money bet, pick Alabama or Ole Miss. Who are you going to pick?
0: Oh, uh, you would definitely you, go Alabama.
1: Because they're, they're they're more likely to win that so game. So they're trying gonna, to entice people, entice people by giving bet. them extra points. And here's why. Because Vegas wins when a lot of people bet evenly on both sides. Okay? That's why the the numbers move. If, a, if plus if 11 seems like too many points and everybody starts betting on Ole Miss plus 11, the, the points will go down. And it'll be plus 10, plus 9, plus 8 to try to entice people to bet If they change Alabama. the
0: points, do you still get your plus 11? Yeah, whenever
1: you bet. But new people coming in, it changes. So so if it drops down to minus 6, all of a sudden Alabama minus 6 seems like a really good bet. Whereas minus 11 is kind of, are they really going to so win if by they 11?
0: Get, if they, uh, so what you're saying is if Alabama were to win at that minus 6. Mm-hmm. So that would mean Alabama would have to win by 6, six points or more. Or more.
1: Yeah, actually, if they win by exactly six, it's a tie and everybody just gets their money back that yeah. made that bet. But um, <laughs> okay, I actually kind to get hear it the now. the half. I that's why they throw in now. the half a lot. It's six and a half points, so some, everybody's going to win or lose because there's never a half a point. Um, but the uh, back to Vegas wins or the casinos win if everybody bets on both uh, okay, sides. Okay,
2: so the because the half- they get
1: about they keep about ten percent of the money. So if if literally a million dollars is bet on this side and a million dollars is bet on this side, Vegas is going to make like two hundred grand, and they don't care who they wins don't care. or loses. They don't, they don't, don't care. care who wins or loses because they take a cut. They just want the people they to bet. They take a small yes. cut because yeah. if you bet $10, you win $9.09. So Vegas is taking their, you know, $0.90 cents on every dollar. That's why it changes $10.
2: throughout the week. I don't know, you, you may have said that.
0: But
1: yeah, that's it changes. Why, yeah. So they're really trying to keep it even. Yeah. And they're all trying the to get
0: people <clears throat> to continue to bet. Same right.
1: thing on the money line. So the money line, the difference is just that you're betting that team to win outright. But um, it only pays off well if you're betting on the underdog. So anyway, Jordan Davis bet LSU, who was the underdog, and it paid like 8 to 1. So whatever he bet, and he didn't tell me how much, but he did say that they went and played craps and blew it all and like had a rip-roar and mm-hmm. night. Nice. So I'm sure it was so a it lot was a of lot money. I'm sure you know, if, you bet if you bet $500 – and it paid eight to one. That's four thousand dollars plus your five hundred back. Oh, that's real money, like,
2: no, it's that's great. Cra- yeah, I don't, I don't bet that kind of money. I
1: mean, yeah, <laughs> I get excited when I bet fifteen dollars. An old mattress Max over here with seventy five million on the Astros. Million. Like, okay. Do you know that?
0: <clears throat> no. Yeah. He,
1: so he took the Astros early in the season. You can do what's called future bets where you pick the team that's going to win. You've heard about that. Yeah. We're like, the you know, if you bet on the Saints to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season, it pays like 20 to 1. Right now, it's probably 50 to 1. That number changes as teams get better and worse because right. the less likely you are to, to actually win. Uh, he early on, he bet it. I think it was like 10 to 1 or 7 to 1 on the Astros. Is that the guy Astros. who votes on, vote, um, uh, bets on them every year? Yeah, because he... He, he has, like, these schemes at his store where if you buy th- $3,000 in furniture or more and the Astros win the World Series, you get everything all, free. Yeah,
0: everything's free. So he also bets on the World Series.
1: Because so then he bets on the Astros so that if they win, he has a lot of money to cover the amount that he's going to lose if they win.
0: <clears throat> so he wins no matter so what. So he wins no matter what. Okay, so how much did he bet?
1: He bet, like... Fifteen or twenty million dollars, and ended up winning seventy-five million. Wow! For most of those books, because it was at multiple places. I mean, you can only bet up to a million dollars at most places, (laughs) you know. So most of these places, it was the biggest payout they'd ever made. I think he bet ten million at one of them, bet Caesars or MGM, and that ten million or uh, five million, and that bet paid thirty-five million dollars. Like, oh, that's that'll mess up somebody's line. Mm
0: -hmm. And boy, they don't like paying out that kind of money. (laughs) I mean, no, because you, you said they still wonder, make like, their money oh, on it. Oh,
1: the fix is in. Trust me. Uh, if the fix is in, the Astros wouldn't have won the World Series. Because that they, there's no way they had more people betting on the other side to overtake how much they had to pay that guy.
0: But they're going to win it on the other no, stuff not. and yeah, whatever.
1: And they, they more people see it and they go, oh, I want to wow, do this. That right.
0: is good. So, so he won $75 million. He won $75 million. million. I want to know how much... The, how much the cost of covering the furniture he sold. Well, I mean, like he's going to pay
1: taxes on the amount he won, uh, you know, because remember. He, yeah, but do, yeah. Okay, so do you
0: think he sold $10 million worth oh, of furniture? he's got a
1: bunch of stores. Yeah, he's, sell, he's selling a lot of furniture. So, yeah, he's rich. That's, you got to be really rich. And here's the thing. He had to go in person to make the bets. So, like, he went to, I don't know, Indiana and flew from Texas and went to the casino and made the bet in person. Like, you can't get on your app on your phone like I have and they make a make that million kind of bet, dollar right. bet. Yeah, no, no they can't, you can't do that.
0: That's crazy, so, man. And he
1: flew to Louisiana, then he flew to California. He was in Vegas. He's making bets all over the place and he's flying on his private jet. So, you know, if they had lost, he'd have been fine. <clears throat> I'm not worried about Mattress Mac. It's crazy, man.
0: That's, that's really fascinating. Completely crazy. I, I didn't know
1: how his thing worked,
0: mm-hmm. I thought it was like an insurance policy that he bought or something.
3: I, don't know. I didn't I, know that these either. These
1: guys, um, I think his, I think it was Jack Bennyan was the original guy that on the horseshoe, and that, that's what made him famous. Is he said he would stake any bet, like, and back then, in most casinos in Vegas, like the most you could bet was like ten thousand dollars. You know, you couldn't just walk into a casino and put a million dollars. A million dollars now, of course, if it, this was the '60s or whatever, you no one had that kind of money. But even still, there were limits. And his thing that made him famous was he would stake any bet. Like whatever, whatever you, he'll he'll take it. You want to bet five hundred thousand dollars? You can bet five hundred thousand dollars. Well, there's a lot of risk involved in that, but at the same time, it's a lot of reward. All the games are stacked in the casino's favor. Yeah, you know, so that's why my favorite,
0: uh, my favorite casino game it used to be at the old uh reno hilton and it was casino war single deck casino war and so they would they would shuffle and you just t- they pulled it off the top mm-hmm. so it would be a king and then you're hoping that you have an ace and it was the best odds i'd ever seen it was literally 50 50 odds yeah, you didn't still, know Ty,
1: there's still some kind of thing where the, it's linked Man, in the casino's favor? I,
0: I don't know, because I would go out, right. and I would have dinner and drinks and all that, and then I would stop at the thing, and I would pay for my entire night.
1: I'll tell you what it is I right would just now.
0: keep going until I won, because,
1: you know, you get on a run for a while. It's, and it's There's fun, a,
2: right? It was
0: hilariously right. fun. I can't
1: believe There's I just a, did a site called The Wizard of Odds that gives you the breakdown on all those type of table games. Great name. Wizard of Odds. It's a wonderful site. Um... If They're playing with six decks,
0: it was single deck casino war.
1: Uh, this is six decks, six decks. I don't see any in so no one that's what was so great about it. No I'm one's still playing you. single, deck. but but what I'm saying is in the betting structure, there's something so there's usually a thing like for a you can bet on a tie, and if you get the tie, it pays well. Their you know, whole thing was one, but the tie the odds of a tie is really 17 to one, so that the math is always skewed in the casino's favor. Mm. I mean, the odds on on roulette are pretty close. Why is there so, not like casino Uno? Like you know, where you have like a
0: bunch of people sit around on the table yeah. and you play Uno. Yeah. I would be in on that. I would play, and that. you have to pay per hand. Yeah, and you just is you sure it might take forty five minutes to play the game, but then at the
1: end you win all the money.
2: Yeah, because the you other know, these games are so uh, uh very hard to understand.
1: Yes. yes, yeah, play something uh, we know. In the most liberal situation, the um, the house edge is only one point two four percent in war in Casino war That would be
0: like a single deck? Yeah. Okay, so... So,
1: I mean, they have... Somehow, and I'm not going to read the whole article. Somehow in the betting structure, the way you win, there's some little... thing. There's a game called Gal that's literally you're playing against the dealer and it's a 50-50 chance. And it's so much of a 50-50 chance that when you win, you have to pay the house 10%. So if you bet $10 and you win, you really only win $9. And that's because the game is actually 50-50 odds. Yeah. that's a great way to get. Back. I mean, that was the whole reason I would.
0: Mm-hmm. It was my mm-hmm. the only time I would ever bet was to go and do that because the odds are so. That's why good. I love
1: craps because the odds and craps are almost. I don't understand exact. Craps. craps. Like, craps, craps is, is the is dice. The dice. Game. So, yeah, so the long many table. lines mm-hmm. and all the oh, things no. that yeah. you have to do. I'm like, mm. it's very confusing, but it's so addictive. And it's the drama of a dice roll. You have money on, and so you can bet numbers. You have money on eight, okay? And somebody roll, and it doesn't matter who's rolling. It's not just you. You bet on every roller. Okay? Oh, I did so If you place money on the on the the point numbers, which are four, five, six, eight, nine, and ten, two, three, and twelve don't count. Seven is a loser. Okay, so when once seven the and eleven are, are the, the most common ones, is that no, what it seven is or? the most common? Oh. Seven is more common. That's than why anything it's a loser. Else. That's why it's the loser. But I mean, you're betting seven against everything else. So you're standing at a table and you got twenty bucks on eight. And the guy rolls an eight and it pays you, it pays more than even money. It pays like six to five. So if you got $24 on eight, it pays you $30. They're like, oh, this is fun. You know, so, But I'm telling you, I usually add to your bet a little bit. Oh, I'll take my eight from 24 to 30 to 30, and you know, go up and it wins more and more. And I've been at that table where it's, I've got $100 on eight because the guys hit it that many times. And every time he rolls an eight, the whole table screams. Like, it's so, it's such an exciting thing. It's a party, party the reason it's addictive. <laughs> yeah. Because I went for my bachelor party. We went, me and my buddy Ron and my brother-in-law uh, Peter and Dominic went to the casino. casino and we and played just... craps. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be at a table I don't understand with three it, of my though. buddies. And they didn't understand it at all. I was basically telling them what to do. But, man, once you start kind of realizing, okay, I have money on six. And every time there's a six, I win. And every time they roll a six, you, we made so much money playing craps that we, uh, well, we all made money. Except Dominic, who kept buying five beers every time he saw the waitress. That's my boy. So, <laughs> that's my boy. He kept going, German. I don't know why I'm the only one who's losing. I'm like, every time you see a waitress, you buy five beers. I have three beers. I can't keep up. I would like up. some five beers. Yeah. Some, yeah.
2: We're lucky we beat those guys in the world, (laughs) man.
1: You really, man, eat something Uh, else. Dominic is the most incorrigible person I've ever... But you have to also remember... I I thought you were doing that. I thought that was live. (laughs) No, that wasn't live. uh, So
2: great. So y'all finished that. You finished doing that, and then all you guys, you went to uh, Thunder Down Under? What is Thunder Down Under? I don't even get the reference. The dudes. Like Magic Mike. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: You should have said Magic Mike. I would have got that. uh, No, we did not. What a great name, though. We did not. We did not. We have gone to an establishment to watch women dance. I felt so terrible. We had a
0: guy today. You know, it's Veterans Day. We had a guy call today, and he was talking about the veterans, and he said many of them have PSTD. And I was like, dude, Uh, I really want to correct him, but you just don't. I want to. Exactly. And I'm like, man. You don't want any of them to have PSTD.
1: That's where I saw the lady with the Chevy truck logo on her tattooed? rear end. Oh, it still stands out to this day. I'm like, oh, you have a, a Chevy bow tie tattooed on your, on your butt. Okay, that's um, to this day. I it just did stands you ask out. her why it's not PSTD? It's not PSTD. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I did not ask why. You don't ask the lady with the Chevy tattoo. Uh, because that's oh no, how she wants killed. to tell you. I don't know. She was. No, she looked like she yeah. could beat you up. Was she it being
0: on. shown
2: off? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, she,
0: she wants there. to tell you.
1: Oh, of that's, course. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you gotta ask. Was, did you ask the uh, guy? Was, called, did was, you ask, Say yes. And a lot of them have <laughs> dyslexia too. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That was the earlier that week on the show. The I guy would had never
0: pulled, say that on the air. I guy. would never either.
1: <laughs>
0: what did he <you> say? <laughs> He's talking about
2: PTSD. The guy said a lot of a lot of soldiers have PTSD, and I said and dyslexia. Yeah, no, you would
0: never. Say, I can't I believe you
1: just said that on the podcast.
2: I didn't say that. <coughs> say what?
1: Which uh, one of y'all said that?
2: <coughs> uh. You don't want the PSTD, man. <laughs> so she no. had a, a Chevy, a Chevy t- logo. T- Did it say Chevy, or no, is it just it was the, just uh, the bow tie? The ba- bow tie. The bow tie. Like, was it, it colored in? Where was it?
0: Yeah,
1: it, where was it? Uh, it was on the on hip, the thigh, on the, the hip, hip, or the hip. cheek. It was like on the hip slash booty area. So not, a, not 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 a tramp stamp we would call. No, it. not a tramp it was,
2: stamp. That might even be cooler, actually. So uh, uh, knowing where uh, the hip is, hip line is for women, which is the same as yours. Um, <laughs> where would it lie?
1: <laughs> I'm not going to demonstrate for you. Because you know. well, <laughs> she moves a lot. Just yeah, Just point out. Right it. in this general area. Oh, how much weight have you I lost? Thought. Yeah, it was a lot. It was down there. Hey,
0: somebody oh, uh, somebody wow. asked how much weight have you lost? And I was like, I don't know. They said, Yeah, I saw him on the uh the thing the other day, the I video with the 40, CMAs.
1: Forty pounds in just under three months. That's or awesome. just right at three months. Wow. But I mean no, I saw the videos of me talking to the, you know, doing the CMA thing and I looked freaking enormous no. so awful it's, no. it, it's it's not a good, oh. angle. It's it's not a good not angle it's not a really terrible angle yeah, not good lighting yeah and just I, think about it you lost 40 something
0: pounds imagine but yeah, I, mean, I also went and looked at been. my
1: before pictures and then like look at myself in the mirror and look at the before picture and go yeah this is, i better lose another 100 pounds this is not you can't tell a difference like 40 pounds I could. how many people can when, lose 40 pounds and when you, you and i notice
0: when you were showing up and d and i were leaving and you were walking down the hall i was like patrick's looking thin today uh, yeah
2: I don't feel he it said, He told a lot of people that Yeah he did <laughs> That's good I did. I like that. I would just. S- hey, excuse me. Do you know Patrick? He's looking thin today. So, uh, Bubba's Bob right. Was it colored in or was it just an outline?
1: It was colored in. It's that like that yellow with the gradient. It's like that Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. It was, a, it was a really well done tattoo. And on the other so side? Earlier that, I don't remember if she had other tattoos. I just remember being drunk and thinking it was ridiculous that she had a Chevy tattoo. Well, you and don't we know. Maybe that's where, you know. Maybe that's where the baby was born. I don't know. Maybe that's where the baby was <laughs> Made. I don't know. But um, earlier that week, that's the guy had called in. Beds. I hope this is, I hope we have this gold. <laughs> How did is that we, not a sweeper on the we <laughs> anyway, Go ahead. Did we save the gold where the guy said, uh, she's a good sized lady? Yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's, so that was like two days before. So all we kept thinking was, she's a good sized lady with a Chevy tattoo. I was like, that's got to be a lyric in a country song when we you're drunk song enough song? to think she
3: was a good sized lady. And she said, this is what you get. And she said, a good sized lady. I said, okay. She's a good size I, okay. I said, okay. That's
2: my said, favorite part. you get. And she said, a good sized
3: lady. I said, okay. I still think what he's like.
2: Well, here. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <get> And? <laughs> <laughs> She's a good sized lady. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes.
1: Oh, man. I forgot how much I love that You're Lebowski. That I'm a Lebowski. <laughs> oh, frick. Now. Mr.
2: Lebowski. So how much of that... Uh, do you remember that that weekend? Oh man, I, no, I have
1: to I here the, the I can't tell the rest well, of the story. Well, you can't talk it makes it now, someone else it makes someone else look really bad, but there's more there's the, what happened the next day and one of my friends got really sick and threw up on himself. It was hysterical, but I don't want to tell that story. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
2: So you don't remember uh, do you remember bits and pieces of it? You just remember the I mean the man, Chevy logo. And I remember the Chevy. And remember, what was going on there? She, you guys were at a, a, a strip club or something.
1: It was. You You feel
2: you're embarrassed by it now.
1: Yeah, of course. I don't want to talk about it.
2: Okay, but you brought it up. I mean, Uh,
1: I said we went. We saw some ladies (laughs) dancing. So you so
2: you went to a strip club. We may
1: or may not have. Did your mom? uh, Did your mom know that? Oh, I don't care. I'm, I'm a grown man. Maybe I went to watch ladies dance. They might not have been naked.
2: So that you uh, also a lot of people don't realize that this was one of your first jobs. Oh
1: yes, you've already Uh, made me do this, and my mother was watching the podcast. I'm not those who don't know. Patrick, one of
2: his first (laughs) jobs was he was a dancer at a strip.
1: No, (laughs) No. (laughs) that's right. It's where the money's at. Put the quarter in the bucket. Yes, that's. No.
2: Think of I, all think of all the places people could put money if uh, if you were a <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad I was a second sooner. I had just taken
0: a swig of coffee. Got just on swallowed Dude. and you said that and I was like, "Oh, thank you Jesus."
2: You can make change. <laughs> Dude, you can make diamonds. You remember those
1: things like at
2: Sonic? They would like a. Yeah,
1: that's right.
2: <laughs> just come out of. Your I don't belly button.
1: remember the name of the comedian, but that's that joke is when she said she worked at a bad script club. They didn't get dollars. People gave them quarters. Yeah, and she walking around with a bucket. And put a quarter in the bucket. That's, that's, in. The, that's where I would have worked. That Speaking of like buckets,
2: that. Uh, bu- bu- have you uh, had to do the old fireman bucket? thing, no, red the, lights? ours doesn't do
1: that. Oh, st-
0: no. man. Yeah, the, or fill the boot kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that is, uh, when you see that, that is, uh, you know, volunteer departments trying to raise some money to buy stuff for their departments. Yeah. We're lucky uh, because our district is pretty well funded. Thank okay. you, Jesus. But because it makes it... Because you're in an area
2: of people who have money? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so the, that community is very, very
2: supportive. <laughs> and uh lots man. of celebrities in your uh district yeah 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 there's a few and it's not just uh wow are you embarrassed just like he's embarrassed No, not at all i'm okay. saying yeah there's a few yeah. Oh, yeah. i mean he said it i of, you know uh
0: but and it's, it's not, not just, just it's not country. just country yeah, it's I was gonna say that. athletes uh i mean you name it we've been who you
2: think is the biggest celebrity in your district i don't know i don't know
0: i mean i will say and i don't know if he's there anymore but uh I think he actually moved out, but Alan Jackson was in our district. And I was, th- that was one of the coolest ones to
2: me uh, because he had that gigantic home and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, now it's uh, the guy from Pull Apart or whatever, right? Yeah. Bought the house? Yeah. Not a house.
0: But yeah, nature. I always thought that that was one of the coolest ones because, man, Alan Jackson's like Alan Jackson. Thank you. No, I'm just like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alan Jackson's uh, like Alan Jackson. I mean, Alan Jackson's uh,
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> Alan <laughs> yeah. Jackson. I mean I'm just saying like he's like uh, So when did you guys you arrived in Vegas? Is that where you went? No, it wasn't Vegas. Where'd it you? was
1: Indiana. Oh.
2: I know. That's why
1: you get the girl All with the right. Chevy tattoo. Right. In Vegas, it's a Mercedes Benz right. logo or okay. whatever. It's, uh, it's in a Maybach. Yeah, okay. Right. In Indiana, it's a Chevy tattoo. Okay. <laughs> pieces are
2: coming together now. <laughs> that All makes a lot more sense. Okay, now I see the puzzle. You see? All right. That's how yeah, it goes. You just got to find the end pieces first. Uh, <laughs> <and then laughs> just get <laughs> the edge, and there you go. She's a good side lady. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a covered <laughs> bridge in Vermont. I got it. I see it <laughs> now.
3: This is what you get. No, Patrick. <laughs> I said okay.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, Vegas,
1: no, no, right, this, is Vegas. this is in
2: Indiana. Is sort of Vegas, we went to Indiana. Uh, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> You're over there in Indiana land. <laughs> that's right. Listen. Getting all glonky. Glonky? Glonky. Yeah. Getting all glonky. I like glonky. Oh, I don't then, know if that's uh, a, is that a thing. Yeah. Getting <sighs> all glonky Why have I not heard of glonky and, yet? Getting all glonky in Indiana land.
1: I'm, he, I'm pretty sure he just made that up. That works. I'm checking. No, glonky. it's a very
2: famous uh, YouTube. Look up Glonky <laughs> and just yeah, hit enter meme. and then go video. Yeah,
0: Glonky meme. I play found it. it. Here we go. Uh, well, I don't. Um,
2: you can play it. There's no
0: music. No, anymore. I'm saying I don't have the actual. I'm just looking at the pictures, not the videos. No, you yeah, look at the videos. Okay. Yeah, on. this Here is a very
2: famous, one of my favorite videos. Glonk. Oh, okay, no, no, There's no.
3: absolutely nothing.
0: No, nope. that's not it. That's not it. That's uh, it. Glonk. Oh.
2: Uh, Mm-mm. Okay,
0: here's uh, another guy or Are you talking about you the guy? Me? Yeah, I'm pretty lucky Say what? I'm fine I'm,
2: fine. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty bad <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm good How are you? <laughs> I'm good What is it? He's, <fine>. he's, he's <laughs> so great You gotta watch the whole thing
0: How are you feeling, man? Can I do the whole thing? or Is it cussing or anything like that? How uh, no. are you feeling, <laughs> man? I, I'm pretty lucky <laughs> He's feeling blonky. I'm, I'm, right? I'm fine, <laughs> fine. I'm fine <laughs> what? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Can you finish these lyrics real quick? Okay. <laughs> back home again. I can't wait to get back on like the road again. Back again? Dude. Like front of baggers? Like I don't
3: know if I know this whole. Just look at this Back home <laughs> again. Back home again. In Indiana land. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you know what? Props, D. You're I did not know that at all. Belem in Indiana Land. All glonky right, in Indiana. That's
2: land. what you were doing. Right, wow! Man. Yeah, well, that's yeah, yeah. Great. So, uh, do you think that she like? Duh, you think she tours? Oh, no, I don't know. Like, like, does like new dealership grand openings? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: hope so. <clears throat> That'd be fantastic. What do you think her first name? is? You'd have to pay her extra not Fine. to send you know her what? your car first. I hope it's Chevy. You know, mm-hmm. it could be, or it could be like Caprice or something like that. Right, so. <laughs> that's a great Caprice. name. <laughs> yeah. Caprice, Chevy my favorite Caprice. car, Chevrolet really? Caprice Classic, that's 1987. That's a great stripper name, though. Chevro- Chevy, Chevy Caprice. Mm-hmm. Caprice, darn oh, it, really guys, <clears throat> up the that's your favorite page. car, baby blue with baby blue interior. Yeah, Give it up,
0: fellas, my bre- up on the main stage, Chevy Caprice.
1: My first car was actually a 1987 Honda Accord. It was fine, uh, but my, but I put it in a ditch, and then my grandmother let me borrow her car for. I don't know. I think it was my senior year of high school and I had it for like seven months and it was so much fun. It was so much what fun. You, you could like fit most? so many people in that car. Yeah. Back when we were in high school, we fit four people in the front, five in the back and two in the trunk. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, that car was so huge. It was just so much fun to drive and it had a Big freaking engine in it and because it, it had to yeah. because it, it was you oh, could do this oh, with yeah. the steering wheel, Absolutely. like eight inches of travel, and
0: it wouldn't move <laughs> at all. I
1: love that car mm-hmm. so much. Every now and then I see one and I'm like, Oh, wish I had
2: that
0: car, thousand dollars. So I would
1: buy it and then fix it up, you know. Because you
2: can get a bunch of those fleets, yeah, they're all kind of trash now, yeah. probably. I just yeah, those are great fun cars. those, and the old Lincolns. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. same type cars. of thing. Those big, you know, I want a big square, big square yeah. front, like re- it's a, a big
1: rectangle, like driving yacht. a yacht. Yeah, I love those cars. That whole era of cars mm-hmm. that, like nineteen eighty to eighty seven, eighty eight,
2: came out after <gasps> after the whole oil embargo fiasco of the 70s. It mm-hmm. actually went into the 80s. Uh, and then they were like, well, they got out of it. I mean, what's the first thing you do after, you know, all you could do is eat <laughs> yeah. vegetables. Go to the buffet, You want to get a steak. And so we started making all these big old gigantic engines, big cars. That was how you knew that you were a thing, man. If you had a big, a big Cadillac or yeah. Hey, you know the Chevy
0: Caprice, is it the round one that kind of no. looked like no, Shamu, no, or is it no, no, the square no. one? Square one. Okay, I can't find the square uh, one. I through, just ni- years
1: through 1990, they were still doing the square, I believe. Yeah,
0: 91 is when they got, they got uh, 91.
1: Is the classic. Was it literally called the classic? Caprice Classic, I'm pretty sure. This one right here, this is a white one, but that's it, basically you, it moved, That's black. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, but this isn't.
2: A... <laughs> you got PSTD? I
1: got PSTD. <laughs> My bad. I can't believe
2: y'all said that. No. Oh, let me see this.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that car. That's a great oh, car. Okay, that's not four-door. the one I was thinking this, of. This is exactly the one like my grandfather had. Uh huh. right there. I will show that one. And it it really, but it it was baby blue with baby blue interior. Baby blue. And it didn't have. Not only did it not have bucket seats. You know how sometimes the the front seat it'll be a bench, but they still move separately. No, yes. this was the whole bench, man. <sighs> so however far back you wanted to sit I as a driver, that was going. everybody. Dude, I I want, I'm
0: looking at these old Lincoln Town cars, uh, like the square ones from the 80s. This would be so cool to just cruise in. Yeah. Uh, Here's one for
2: $6,000, and it's black and looks like beautiful. I found one that has a paint job that looks like the Trix cereal.
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen that (laughs) Oh, like
2: the Donk ones? Yeah, Yeah. it's in Atlanta. Oh, this one has the Jesus fish on the back. It's very silverfish. It's a sign. I need this. Mm. Yeah, those are cool old cars, man. And, you know, the, the, the more that, you know, things are aging, you know, what's classic? Like our dads, it's the 57 Chevy. Yeah, like, right. I, I don't want a 57 Chevy. No. But uh, so it's all like, you know, but, but we're 57
1: the, Chevy, my dad was born in 52. So he was a little kid when that car was out, just like this. I, that's when yeah. I was has, a little that's kid. That's right. That's, exactly that's the right. cars that you like. My, my, my mom had an Oldsmobile 98. It was basically the same thing. It was a big, old 98, big, big yeah. Rectangle. Giant car, and I, I still have such fond memories of that. It
2: was, you guys remember the uh, station wagon that had the fake wood panel on the
1: side? <coughs> oh, of course. Oh yeah, station Classic.
0: wagons. That was like a a, a staple really? of station wagonery. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think too that everyone else, like it was the the try to get a small car. Like I had a couple of friends who had two door, you know, two seater cars. They were older models, but it was it was like the thing. You're young. You want to have the and like here I am with the biggest. Most ridiculous car, and we just embraced it. It was cool. When Dude, D's got the, D found something. Wayne's
0: like. World Pacer is about eleven thousand dollars.
1: That's a lot. I, that think like way too much to pay for that. I
0: like this old AMC Eagle. The four wheel drives. The little. What are tiny you looking wagons? at, D? What is this? what do you thing? find?
1: He looks.
2: Guys, I've arrived. <laughs> I didn't want to have to flex on y'all hard like this, but I'm going to. Go ahead. For years, my neighbor has not invited me. I've never been invited to his birthday or his uh, Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know it's his Christmas party every year because there are cars lined up the entire street. You've lived Is in this that the house guy across the street?
1: 19 years. Is this the guy with the white lights? No. No. 19 years you've lived there. You've no. never gotten invited to the Christmas party? Well, he's
2: he's probably only been there 10 years. Okay. And uh, the only time I have been there was when someone on their street left their lights on, and I go down there and knock on the door, opens it up. Some stranger opens the door. I don't, you know, it's not him. Hey, you know, someone's got the thing. Oh, and I went down and, and told him, and that was it. That's close I ever got. I have now been invited officially to Don Schlitz's Christmas party. What? Schlitzmas, 2022. Mary Schlitzmas. Schlitzmas is, I'm going to be witness. I'm going to witness the Schlitzmas. <laughs> yep. That's really cool, man. Uh-huh. This was a big deal, man.
0: It's a, it's a good day for you. So what are you going to do to celebrate? You're going to go out and I buy so. a new outfit,
2: or, or how's this going to happen? I'm going to show up looking like Kenny Rogers. Like uh, fat Kenny Rogers. you probably think that's hilarious. Hmm. Or How they, about that?
0: Or they would be offended. No.
2: Oh, huh. no, that's cool. It's going to be a lot of artsy people. I can tell you that. Nice. Pretty I'm cool, assuming. Man. I have no idea. Because <clears throat> you've never been. Never been. I wouldn't know. I just know it's people who have, uh, keep their lights on. Yeah. So anyway, I, I know Patrick gets invited to Tracy Lawrence's stuff, but <laughs> actually, Tracy invited uh He invited us, us to... to, yeah. He I invited... didn't even reply, actually. I didn't either. <laughs> really friendly of you. Yeah, he's texted it, and it looked like a a mass text. Yes, and it was, so was like like, meh. like a copy and paste text. <laughs> Barry. Mm. So I was kind of like, meh,
1: dude, don't be like that. I wanted to go, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I
0: took go him two
2: seconds to that... go, Hey D.
1: Yeah. Hey Bubba. But he's sti- but he still sent it to you. Yeah, you done
2: now. You make me feel bad. <laughs>
1: I'm only making you feel bad for making fun of it on the podcast. I guess I'll, I'll by I'll the way,
2: lie and say, "Hey, man, just seeing this. God, would have um, gone to, would have gone to <laughs> yeah. Halloween party."
1: But. By the way, great freaking party every what year. Is it? Oh, every dude. I mean, dude. House it's just, of food. His wife's birthday is right around Halloween, so they always have. It's like a big a combo. Huge com- yeah, it's great. It's great. House of food? Food is fantastic. They have deer chili and oh. a pot of gumbo. Oh. They had all kind of Who other made the kinds gumbo. Of, some some not him, some friend of his that's from Louisiana. Okay. So it was legit. Okay. Um it's all kind of great food. He had whiskey he had two kegs of beer. You know, it's just it's a good time. Did you get drunk? Uh no, I didn't get drunk. He lives way too far from me. So, you know, get an, drive an Uber, bro. Oh, God, an Uber from my house to Tracy's house would It'd be like $100, hundred bucks. Yeah, but yeah, then you a,
0: could still cut loose yeah, and go crazy. I think that would be I don't it's worth to, it. I mean that's
1: the thing is, I don't uh, uh, much as I have a reputation, I don't want to drink that much at a party around people I don't tell know. Tell your old lady to drive. Yeah. Yeah, lady. You drive. I'll tell yeah, her. she got a license. Call your old lady. Well, he's <laughs> drunk. I'm talking as drunk Patrick. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You think when I'm drunk, I refer to Vivica as my old lady? Yeah. <laughs> no, I you don't. You should. I
2: you go, you see my old lady, and you slap her on the side. You go, look at that Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> Do for
1: that. the record, my wife does not have a Chevy tattoo.
2: But you did meet her in Indiana Land. I it's did a meet her in
1: Indiana Land where she was a glonky. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you for having on the podcast. I think this is where we need to make our exit. Um, I do want to
2: say... <laughs>
0: For those of you who are watching on YouTube, you're going to miss out on this. It's going to be on the end of this. For the audio people, uh, the Iraq War's only living Medal of Honor recipient, uh, the interview with David uh, Bellavia. You can do that. Uh, just keep le- letting this roll, and you'll, you'll hear it. Uh, for those of you who are on YouTube, you can just click over to our page. And you and can go and see right the it's interview right next to this one. Probably right next to this one. Probably. Probably right yeah. to this one. Uh, again, that's YouTube with Big D and Bubba, all one word. And uh, we'll see you, I guess, next week with some alien talk with Low Cash. This was the podcast, but now it's over. But that's okay, cause
1: you can listen to the regular show on the radio every day.
2: Hey, we're joined by Staff Sergeant uh, David uh, Bellavia, who's the Iraq War's only living Medal of Honor recipient. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, happy Veterans Day. How are you? Uh, we're great. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for the time. And, I, you know, before we get into the book, Remember the Ramrods, how this came about, Kind of let people uh, in on what happened in
3: 2004. Yeah, so, so 18 years ago, right during Veterans Day, was the Battle of Fallujah, Marine sailors, airmen, Army soldiers. I was an Army infantryman from the 1st Infantry Division. The Ramrods, uh, that was my unit, and we had a long history since 1812, and now we're in this generational struggle, house-clearing Uh, The women and children are long gone. Fallujah was a city that was close quarter battle. I don't care if you're the Marvel Avengers or you're SEAL Team Six, dude has a machine gun behind the door. You open that door up, there's a machine gun behind that door. Mm -hmm. What these men did uh, during the Battle of Fallujah is one of the most incredible urban fights in our nation's history. And we got through it. And in my situation, on my 29th birthday back in 2004, uh, I found myself, my platoon was in a house with a bunch of bad guys, and, you know, I just kept going until my luck ran out, and by the grace of God, it didn't run out. Uh, my math isn't all that great. I thought there was about two in there, but they had friends, and <laughs> they had it, friends. it got rough. It devolved It devolved into a hand-to-hand combat struggle, and, uh, you know, I made it out, and after that, I just put the war away. I put it in a locker box and just kind of hid it away like so many veterans do. We don't low crawl to the copier. We're not, you know, mm-hmm. buying pizza and saying four, five, niner when we're Come making phone calls. On. Come on. We are just, the war is behind us. Mm-hmm. And out of the blue, the President of the United States calls me up and says, you're going to be the only guy of four million people that are alive today from the Iraq war. And I had no idea. No, I, a co-worker told me, hey, a guy with your name is getting the MOH. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's weird. A lot of Bellavians around here, you know? Yeah. Well,
0: I remember and, the day that you were awarded the uh, Medal of Honor. It was on my birthday. And it was June 25th of uh, whatever year that was. I just remember the, the actual ceremony because I turned on the TV and I was like, it, it was my birthday I was like what's on what's in the news today and I was I watched the ceremony I was like this is the coolest thing ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so
3: you didn't well, want I, I to I, I appreciate that it was cool for me I thought you know I, I was my whole life was now I have to be a forever soldier I'm a professional veteran forever and so in that moment I for 14 years I thought I missed combat but I peaked in my 20s my best years were behind me and I missed the adrenaline, the sense of purpose, and I realized it wasn't the war. It was the people I was serving with. It was the relationships. My validation wasn't getting shot at. My validation was being needed. I needed to feel that I was needed in a fight, needed at a company. I had a purpose and a direction and a sense of, this is who you are. And those ramrods, my team, my platoon, my company, my battalion, They were my reason. They were my family. And we're all different. We love different. We look different. We vote. We cancel each other's votes out. We're we're not, you know, one-mind monolithic. We are a group of America, and, Mm -hmm. and we get it done. We respect each other. We get it done. And I brought my guys back to the White House, and from that day on, I'm back with my ramrods. I'm back with my guys again. And my family's restored. And all of us have a spring to our step because we realize we don't miss the war. We miss each other. That sense, if we can give veterans that sense of purpose today and remind them of their greatness, we're going to have a better culture, better society. Amen. Staff
0: Sergeant David Bellavia is on the phone with us. It is Veterans Day. He is the Iraq War's only living Medal of Honor recipient. But what I wanted to bring up is, you know, you were talking about you kind of put the war behind you. You went back into regular life, and then when you when they reached out to you, what, what? Why is there always reluctance? I always find that it's interesting. It's the one thing that is common in every single Medal of Honor recipient story. There's always the reluctance to accept that award.
3: The entire culture of the military is about team. It's about selflessness. And when you're a leader, you care. You. We go to bed. We're the last ones to get sleep. The last ones to eat. If there's an injury, everyone gets taken care of. We are surrogate parents to our soldiers and sailors and airmen. That's the role. We love unconditionally. These are not just numbers. If you have a child, you're thinking, these 11 men under my control, under my protection. These are babies to someone's mom and dad. I gotta bring them home. They have a, their life is more valuable than mine. And then all of a sudden, in that culture, the way we breed people in our military, we take one guy and say, by the way, and play trumpets and bring out big shrimp and say, (laughs) this guy, of all everyone else, let's give him a special green sombrero to wear everywhere. The Oscar you don't wear on your neck, you know, you don't walk around with your daytime Emmy, you know, hanging from a chain. The Medal of Honor is an award that is Everyone knows what it is. The Nobel Prize, the Pulitzer, nobody knows what the hell that is. You can put that around your neck, it looks like you bowled a 300. Nobody knows what the the Medal of Honor everyone identifies, and it, it stops people in their tracks. And so my whole purpose was to say, we did this together as a unit, and you sacrificed for me, I would always sacrifice for you because that's who we were. Let's do the Medal of Honor together as a unit. And so that, on your birthday in 2019, 14 years after we fought, my platoon, my company got on stage. And it's one of the things I'm the most proud of is that they all came back. The Gold Star parents who lost their sons, they came back. And we stood on a stage as a family, as a unit together together. And we haven't left our lives since. I love it.
2: It's called Remember the Ramrods. Remember the Ramrods. Uh, Pick it up and uh, enjoy a great read. Uh, Staff Sergeant David uh, uh, Bellavia, thank you so much, man. And and, uh, have a wonderful Veterans Day. And thank you
3: for your service. Hey, you're worth it. Thank you so much for all the veterans out there. God bless you guys. See you, man. Bye-bye.